You're listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Dr. Rani Bora and Liz Scott. In each 10-minute episode, Rani and Liz explore the powerful truth about resilience, resourcefulness, and psychological well-being. And the good news is that it's much more simple than you ever thought. Hi there, my name is Rani Bora. I'm a psychiatrist and a coach. And I'm Liz Scott, and I'm a well-being coach, and I do lots of work within education. And today we wanted to explore, Rani, this, this whole idea about the ebb and flow of states of minds and moods and good moods and bad moods. I mean, are there good moods and bad moods? Certainly, I would have thought in the world of psychiatry, and particularly the world of coaching, we kind of look at good and bad. So I thought we could just have an exploration around around that. And um, yeah, what do you? How do you describe these days moods or states of mind? What, what are we talking about here? Well, from experience, I know that I can start a day feeling horrible. I might not have slept particularly well. I might have gone to bed a bit later than I would have uh, liked to. And then sort of I wake up in the morning and sort of I know there's a school run, I need to do all these things and I have got patients to see like, ugh, you know, I can't be bothered, sort of um, state. And, and what happens is without my me even trying to psych myself up, saying, come on, be positive and can't you see what, how lovely day and can, can't you see you need to be grateful? Um, at some point, my state of mind just just changes by itself and then I seem to be in a flow I seem to be sort of enjoying and so even if I wake up with a grumpy mode or sort of feeling miserable for some reason or feeling oh I'm so exhausted I didn't sleep well I seem to forget about that and I sort of have a different experience and again something later on I might have another experience so it's so normal. It's not like I can't think of one day that uh, throughout the day I just had a single experience of just feeling calm all the time <laughs> or just feeling grumpy even all the time. It's just not possible. And that's really interesting because um, I think for me, um, particularly in my work, before I came across the understanding that we're talking about, which is the three principles or the inside-out understanding, as a coach, I was looking to, to be happy all the time. I mean, I'm laughing actually at that now in myself because I thought that was something to aspire to. But, but really what I found is something so much more powerful. It's so much more useful than, than this, this striving to be happy. And, and I love what you're saying about noticing the different moods because now that I understand and I really see this for myself, I, I don't believe it as a, an idea or concept. I've kind of checked it out on myself. I've noticed too that my moods shift and change without me doing anything. Like there is nothing that I particularly do that has me go into one mood or another. So if there's nothing that I particularly do then that means I don't need to find something to do to change my mood because it's got nothing to do with, with the doing or the strategy or the tool or the technique. And knowing that is really useful. And let me give you an example. So I, I, I sing in a, in a small 
uh, group and we rehearse every week. And it just so happened the other week, I was feeling really grumpy when I went to my rehearsals. And um, people would say things. And inside, I didn't say this out loud, but inside my head I'd be thinking, oh, you always say that to this person in my head. And then somebody else would say something, I think, oh, you're always miserable. Oh, you're always far too positive, you over there. <laughs> I had everything. Now... Before this understanding, before I kind of understood this flow of mood states, I would have started to get busy on, in this instance, trying, probably trying to fix other people to make me feel better. It's like, you need to be less positive, you need to be more positive, you over there need to sort yourself out and get yourself rehearsed before you come to rehearsal. It's like, I would have got very busy trying to sort everybody else out, thinking they were the cause of my grumpy feeling. So... When you understand that the, the moods shift and change, and there's no right or wrong, and sometimes I feel lighter, sometimes I feel lower, then what happens is I no longer need to get busy trying to fix people or myself, because I just know that I'm experiencing the shifting, the shifting mists or weather of, of the moods of my mind. And again, I, I really ask people to look at this for themselves, not not believe me, but in this instance, I. All I could do was not to say something because I knew that it wasn't the other people and I just needed to keep, because it looked like it was, but I just needed not to say anything that might sort of aggravate the situation. And lo and behold, I go to bed, wake up the next morning, wake up, my mood has shifted, I'm feeling lighter and everything that appeared to have annoyed me the night before is no longer annoying me. So it can't be the people it all it, all that's happening is that we are lifting, living in this ebb and flow of moods. And there's something quite liberating and it was such a huge relief to know that it's not on me. Does that make sense, Tony? Yes, yes. And um, I'm wondering if the people listening and thinking, well, that's okay for normal people. What about people with say, clinical depression? What about people with some sort of mental illness, whatever that is? And and what I would like to say is that it's fascinating. Even people with clinical depression can't have the same intensity of lowness all the time. So say if um, in the morning their mood might be 7 out of 10, where 7 is feeling okay, you know, or quite positive, they're looking forward to the day, or towards the evening it might come to 1. Now, again, clinical depression, it could be mild, it could be moderate, it could be severe, and, and, and despite that label, there's something else happening. So the more we see that it, it's not just for normal, what who we call normal people, it's for human beings. Human beings, irrespective of our diagnosis or sort of where we are, what our life circumstances are, how much stress we feel at work or how unhappy we feel, the more we notice that we could try to fix a state because we, we are really scared of feeling low because of a diagnosis or because of what you know people might judge us. But the thing is, the more we see that there's an ebb and flow to life and we spend sometime unwittingly more time in the sort of low mood because we are analyzing our thinking about why why am I feeling so low and I have seen this so many times not just for 
people I work with, but also for myself. Sometimes I feel miserable, and then my main intellect goes, "Why am I? Why are you feeling miserable?" Or oh, no wonder because of this, this, and this. And, and, and to to see that okay, state of mind ebbs and flow. But if we do not know that, we will think there's something wrong with us that we need to be fixed, and the the fix means that. We need to be just even. We just need to be calm uh, all the time. And I loved what one of my friends said about someone wishing to be just calm, just chill out all the time. Is saying so? So are you saying that you want to unplug from being human or something like that? And, and it made me realize that to be human is to have ebb and flow. But we think. To be human and to be successful in life, we just need to be calm or chill or relax or be positive all the time, and, and, and that doesn't happen, does it? It it doesn't, and I and I love what you're pointing to there with people that have got maybe a mental illness that has been diagnosed, because to me that offers real hope. It, it's it's a relief just to realise that that we're just operating absolutely fine it's like that's the way the system works you feel upset or sad me too sometimes you feel stressed or anxious me too sometimes you feel happy and joyful yeah me too sometimes and and it's there's there's just such a joy in realizing we've got this breadth of emotions and feelings that just constantly shift and change and and we aren't in charge of that yeah but we're in the experience of it and there's nothing to be frightened of. That, for me, offers real hope. Yeah. So I love what you're saying there. I, I, I love what you're saying that e- even with people that maybe have are going through really tough times, that, to realise that there is this sh- this shifting, changing experience of mood states. Yeah. Um, and they're okay. Yeah. Right on the inside, they're okay. Yeah. Because it's so easy, isn't it, uh, Liz, to look at what's different in people, people who, uh, say, belong to this culture or this country or um, certain physical health conditions or certain mental health conditions, and we can we can get lost. But what we're pointing to, and we are not saying that sort of people should not uh, seek help, that they should not have any intervention. And, you know, all that obviously is there and people have options. But we are saying despite that, people might still struggle. And the more they really understand how not just themselves, but everyone else, every other human being um, works or functions at a psychological level, their experience won't be as frightening as otherwise if they did, if were completely ignorant about how the system works. Yeah, and I think that's the key, is that w- what we're talking about here is when you start to understand how the psychological system works, life just isn't so frightening. And 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 there's re- for me that there's there's just real groundedness in 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 being present to that. So that's what this is about wow so next time Rani I know that um, I'd love to learn a little bit more about maybe some of the work you're doing and 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 we were talking here about sometimes how we we get caught in the urgency of, of having to act on thoughts and 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 the urges that people maybe come come across and it would just be really useful I think to, to explore that a little bit more so yeah, sure. let's make that the topic of 
of our next episode. Yeah, let's do it. You've been listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Liz Scott and Dr. Rani Bora. Check out coachingconnect.co.uk and ranibora.com for information, articles and ideas about well-being. Thank you.